Bible school. That a seed forever. That's old school. Father, hallelujah. Do you want to see him? Do you want to look upon his face? Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. My Lord, do you want to walk the streets of glory? Walk the streets of gold? Are you ready to see him face to face? Hallelujah. Welcome, Holy Spirit. Welcome, Heavenly Dove. Thank you for teaching us how to be ready to see Jesus face to face. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for being our comforter, our advocate, our intercessor, our counselor, our strengthener, our standby, as in John 14, 16 through 17. Thank you for ordering our footsteps, leading and guiding us into all truth. Thank you for telling us what the Father is saying today. Thank you for telling us what is coming in the future. John 16, 13. Yes, I ask you to pour out your spirit on those who are listening, who have not experienced the power of your presence. Help them experience the power of Acts 1 and 8. Yes, you reveal your power like only you can. Hallelujah. Yes, we ask for the gifts of the spirit. As in 1 Corinthians 12, we ask for the fruits of the Spirit, as in Galatians 5, 22 through 23. Thank you that we love the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, and soul. Thank you that we love our neighbors as ourselves, Matthew 22, 37 through 39. Yes, we bind all confusion and doubt about your Holy Spirit. And we lose wisdom, knowledge, and understanding about the power 
of Holy Spirit in Jesus name, according to Matthew 18, 18. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Well, last time we read Revelations 21 and the message was be ready to walk in the new Jerusalem for God is making all things new. Be ready to walk in the new Jerusalem for God is making all things new. Today, we will start reading Revelations chapter 22. Thank you, Father. We have come down to Revelations chapter 22, the last book in the book of Revelations. Hallelujah. Today, we will read verses 1 through 15. Today's message, we shall see him face to face. We shall see him face to face. Are you ready to see Jesus face to face? Will you see him face to face? Hallelujah. Looking at the captions for Revelations chapter 22, you will see in some translations, Eden restored. Eden restored. Another, you might see the perfect life. The perfect life. Another, the river of life. The river of life. Revelations chapter 21 ended by telling us who will and who will not be permitted to walk in the city. Revelations 21, 27 says nothing evil will be permitted in it. No one immoral or dishonest, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Jesus wants our names written in the Lamb's book of life. Will you be ready? Will you be ready? Let's read Revelation chapter 22, start with verse 1, and hear what the angel is showing John today. Revelations chapter 22, start with verse 1. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal, flowing down from the throne of God and of the Lamb. The river of the water of life, clear as crystal, flowing down from the throne of God and of the Lamb. John sees the river of of the water of life, the river that gives life. My God, we shall see him face to face. When we see him face to face, we will see the river of the water of life. My God, where did the river flow? Verse two, down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit, bearing 12 kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the trees are for the healing of the nations. My God, the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. My God, the river flows down the middle of the city. And on each side of the river of the water of life is the tree of life on each side there is a tree of life bearing 12 kinds of fruit my god we have the river of life and the tree of life 
Jesus came to give us life. He wants us to have everlasting life. Do you have everlasting life? Will you have everlasting life? Have you received Jesus into your heart so you can live everlasting life? When God created the world, he created us to have everlasting life. When he put man in the garden of Eden, he created man to live forever. Hallelujah. He gave man all kinds of fruit trees in the garden of Eden. He gave man the tree of life in the garden of Eden. He gave man the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the garden of Eden, which he said, do not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, because if you eat from that tree, you shall surely die. God did not want man to die. Therefore, he said, do not eat of that tree because the day you eat of that tree, you will surely die. Genesis 2, 9 says, and in that garden, the Lord God calls to grow from the ground every tree that is desirable and pleasing to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Yes, every tree that is desirable and pleasing to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden. Yes, God told Adam he could eat from every tree except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So that means he could have eaten from the tree of life. The tree of life was there in the midst of the garden and God did not tell him not to eat from the tree of life. Adam could have eaten from the tree of life. He could have chosen everlasting life because the tree of life was in the midst of the garden. My God, but no, he chose death. Genesis two fifteen. So the Lord God took the man and settled him in the garden of Eden to cultivate and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, you may freely eat from every tree of the garden, but from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. Otherwise on the day that you eat from it, you shall most certainly die. Adam and Eve had a choice. They chose death. Everlasting life was in the garden. The tree of life was in the garden. God is making all things new. We shall see him face to face because he's making all things new. Verse three, no longer will there be any curse. No longer will there be any curse. What curse you might ask? The curse that came from disobeying God. Listen to Genesis three. It tells about the curse. Genesis 3, starting with verse 12. The man said, the woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate it. Then the Lord said to the woman, what is this you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly and you will eat dust all the days of your life. Verse 15, and I will put enmity between you and the woman 
and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. To the woman, he said, I will make your pains in childbearing very severe. With painful labor, you will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband and he will rule over you. Verse 17 to Adam, he said, because you listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground. Since from it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you will return, my Lord Jesus. Verse 3 again, no longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city. And his servants will serve him. Hallelujah. No longer will there be any more curse. God is making all things new. We shall see him face to face. No longer will there be any curse. God has canceled the curse. Hallelujah. The curse has come to an end. Hallelujah. Did you hear? The curse has come to an end. Have you been walking under a curse? Have you been living under a curse that you knew about or you don't know about? The curse has come to an end. I decree the curse has come to an end. My Lord, going on, verse 4, they will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads. They will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads. See his face. Did you hear that? You will see his face. Hallelujah. John tells us in 1 John 3, 2, Beloved, now we are the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Hallelujah. Paul says we will no longer see him as if looking in his reflection through a poor mirror. 1 Corinthians 13, 12. In the same way, we can see and understand only a little about God now. As if we were peering in his reflection in a poor mirror. But someday, Paul says, we're going to see him in his completeness face to face. Hallelujah. He goes on and says, now all that I know is hazy and blurred. But then... I will see everything clearly, just as clearly as God sees into my heart right now. Hallelujah. We shall see him face to face. Revelations 22, 5. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun. For the Lord God will be their light and they shall reign forever and ever hallelujah reign forever we shall reign forever and ever when we see him face to face we shall reign forever and ever hallelujah 
My Lord, Revelations 22, 6. And he said unto me, John said, and he said unto me, these things are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. The angel said, these sayings are faithful and true. Well, we know that Jesus is the faithful witness. Revelations 1, 5 says Jesus is the faithful witness. Verse 7 says, behold, Jesus says, behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. Jesus says, I come quickly. You're blessed when you keep the prophecies of this book. John testifies to being an eyewitness to all these things. Verse eight. And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel, which showed me these things. Then said he unto me, see thou do it not. For I am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren, the prophet and of them, which keep the sayings of this book, worship God, worship God. The angel is telling John to worship God. We have to worship God. Hallelujah. Not man. We worship God. Father, we worship you right now. We worship you. Almighty God. For there is none like you. There is none like you. We worship you, Father. verse 10 and he said unto me seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book for the time is at hand the angel told John to seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book for the time is at hand don't seal the words of this prophecy we saw in revelations 10 4 that Jesus told John to seal up those things the seven thunders uttered. He told them to seal it up. Verse four, he says, and when the seven thunders had uttered their voices, I was about to write 
And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered and write them not. My Lord, the only place in Revelations that we hear Jesus saying, don't write it, my God. But here he's saying, don't seal it up. Everything that John has shared, Jesus has allowed John to share. Hallelujah. Revelations 22, 11. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. My Lord, it reminds us of what Jesus said in teaching about the end times in Matthew 24, 17. Listen. It says, let no one on the housetop go down to take anything out of the house. Let no one in the field go back to get their cloak. My God, too late to change what you're doing when the son of man appears. My Lord, going on to verse 12. And behold, Jesus says, and behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be my lord you will be rewarded according to your works salvation is free everlasting life is free because jesus paid the price yes you don't have to work to be saved but you will be rewarded for your conduct for the works that you have done in the name of jesus hallelujah second corinthians 5 10 says for we must all appear before the judgment seat of christ so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. Hallelujah. Finally, my brothers and sisters, we're going to stop at Revelations 22, 12. I said we were going to 15, but we're going to stop at Revelations 22, 12. And we will continue next time with Revelations 22, 13, where Jesus says that I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for your word. Yes, it's your day to be ready to see Jesus face to face. Will you invite Jesus into your heart today as your Lord and Savior? Do you want your name written in the book of life? Do you want to see Jesus face to face? Do you want to wear a crown? Do you want to tell the story of how you made it over? My Lord Jesus, will you give your life to Christ today? Will you come to Christ today? Hallelujah. Don't you want to wear a crown? Don't you want to see Jesus face to face? My Lord Jesus, the spirit and the bride say come. And let the one who hears say come. Let the one who is thirsty come and let the one who wishes take the free gift of the water of life. Revelations 22, 17. Yes, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. If you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in your heart that God had raised him from the dead 
you shall be saved. Romans 10, 9. Will you repeat this prayer after me? Repent, receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Rededicate your life to Christ today. Father, I confess Jesus as Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead. Today I repent of anything that I have said or done that is not in your will. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for saving me today in Jesus' name. Father, I ask you to fill me with the power of your precious Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in a heavenly language, speaking in tongues, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You just put on your robe. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, my brother. Praise the Lord, my sister. Yes, if you prayed that prayer from your heart, you are saved in Jesus' name. Yes, the Father said in the last days, he'll pour out his spirit in all flesh. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for all those who decide to put on their robe. Tell the story how they made it over. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. If you've invited Jesus into your heart today, email me at callhisname111 at gmail.com. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you. We shall see him face to face. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Go in peace, my brother. Go in peace, my sister. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord Jesus in prayer shall be saved. Romans 10, 13. Amen, amen, and amen.